The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood is right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime, where sexual harassment and assault is so commonplace you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia nervosa, bulimia and or obesity, depending upon your job and or role, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have any of these side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood. Shut up and take it. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. That's, that's starting, that just sets the wrong tone for the show, but, you know, I get it. I get it. We, <laughs> we have to warn people. We have to Don't warn people. Don't do this job. <laughs> do you, if, if there is anything else in the world that you can possibly do, go do that. Like, go start Gandhi's All-You-Can-Eat Buffet. It's for when hunger strikes. Like there, there, there are many uh, things you can do. I like that. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's. Uh, hey, I thought it was clever. God. Who the which uh, Dixie Cup did you get that one off of? Okay. I didn't. I was just screwing around and was playing with Alexis and said it the other day. She told me to say it on the show. It's just simple. I'm just a bad person. <laughs> Somebody's out there laughing at it. Okay. I know. So one at least one person in the world thought it was funny. What are we talking about today? Well, the first one is that idiot missionary. Yes, we had a, uh, apparently there is a uh, tribe off the coast of India, and I took a look at the map, and it's like way the hell off the coast of India. Uh, yeah, it's it's in the middle of BFE. Somebody wanted to bring them a, a helping of Jesus, and that didn't end so well. No, he, he got, he got uh, I think they got their point across. Several points. Uh, fired from bows uh, in rapid succession. Yes. He just, they just weren't interested. I've never understood the whole conquer and like change everyone's religion. Don't get me wrong. I, I almost became a nun. We're good with like the, the, sm- right. the right. smacking and the guilt and the terribleness. He wasn't but, conquering. He was like a pizza delivery guy for the Lord. All right. He yeah, but I mean, a large way back when, Jesus with cheese, okay? I just want to point out, like, we, we did this. The Crusades didn't go well. You know, the Catholics did that. That that went badly. Um, we had the whole thing where the Muslims were trying to convert everyone. Uh, I, I think the only people that didn't do it is, like, Tibet. And then look what the hell happened to them. Right. You know, the, the Dalai Lama's a political we're, we're refugee. We're still, still dealing with the horrors of Scientology. So, you know, I mean, I get it. Well, you know. Scientology's really taken over Hollywood. 
It was Scientology and the people of Children of God. The actors are all people of Children of God, but in Scientology you've got the chick from that 70s show, Laura Pep, Prep, Prong, I don't know. Ah, they got hot Donna? They got, uh, yeah, uh, they, uh, got, they got Donna, they have Danny Masterson, of course John Travolta, they have Michael Pena, oh. Beck. Now, Beck's not a surprise. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Of course, Tom Cruise, Elizabeth Moss. The, the chick huh. from The uh, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> there, there are just the ones you're like, really? Why? Yeah, I, I, was, I, was a, I was most when it was the, when I found out Jeffrey Lewis was. That, that one, too, God rest his soul. Uh, that's the one that really kind of like, really? Ah. I can see Juliet, his daughter. Bonkers. Gloriously bonkers. Father... Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I don't get. But you know, I think it was. Um, I know Tay Leone was in it for a while. Leah Remini. <laughs> Leah Remini's pretty badass chick though. She's got a show now about Scientology. Going into its third season, but you know, I mean, this this is. How we're, many we're horror ha- stories are there? For that to happen, I mean, For God. Seasons worth, you know. Well, I mean, the Catholic Church. Come on, man. Now, we we're the bad guys. Come here's on. The, oh. Here's the important one. Do you think that they're going to make a movie off of this? Yes. <laughs> Will it be a short? No. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be Oscar bait next year with like uh, Christian Bale or something like that. You know. So I am. Actually, the one I saw that was really, really good that surprised me was I, Tonya. Not that I am surprised Margot Robbie was good. I love her. Like, uh-huh. love, love, love her. If I ever envied anyone's career, because once upon a time I wanted to act, I just wasn't very good. It would uh, be Margot uh, Robbie. I freaking love her. No, she's, she's been the star of two of my top favorite movies of the years over the last few years. I, Tonya was my favorite movie one year, and there's a, a film called Z for Zachariah, which is an amazing, amazing film. Film, you know, nobody, just nobody has seen, unfortunately. I really liked her, the Tarzan one, her and the Strasgard fellow did, and it wasn't very popular. Oh, I and didn't I know she was, was in that. Good. I, I never she saw played, it. She played Jane. It was very European. It was, it was a very European film. Was um, it more like which, The Legend of Greystoke with uh, a Christopher Lambert? Not even. It was, it was its own thing. Like, sure. it, was really, it was really good. It started when, uh, you know... Uh, uh, John Grayson was back in England. He'd already left the the apes. I mean, Samuel freaking Jackson was in it. Not that he's not in everything, but right. it, it was good. Right. How long the does one, that contract for him to be in anything still go in everything still going? You is know, I'm glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad it exists because they have that Unbreakable sequel, Glass, coming out. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. For those that have not seen Unbreakable, uh, fuck you, Batman Begins. Unbreakable got there first. Um... <laughs> Dark, gritty superhero stuff. I th- I'm excited about that. I'm disappointed Shamalama Ding Dong tied the whole monster schizophrenia thing into it. Uh, look, I- I'm okay with it because at the end of Split, I know, you know they did that. When when, uh, when freaking Willis shows up, I'm like, oh. <laughs> but if that's the only good bit of the movie, Paul. The Split was really good. McAvoy was chewing up the scenery. Okay, Matt. Ma- Ma- McAvoy is always good. That doesn't count. 
the the point is, it was pretty much know, him I, the entire movie. It's it's most of the movie is just him and scared teenagers, you know. I know. I actually, I'm 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 talking shit, and I've never seen it, but I like, what? Like I'm okay. talking all of this shit about this movie. I'm like, it was terrible. Da 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 da. Well, I haven't seen it, and I do like McAvoy, so maybe it, may, maybe I'm being a dick. Don't listen to her. It was a two tour de force for McAvoy. Okay, first of all, McAvoy is awesome. Second of all, I don't know, Shemalama Ding Dong just kind of burned me out on most stuff. I get it. I get it. Uh, but you know, I'll defend some of his movies that I know here's some hate. I'm the one I'm the one guy who liked Lady in the Water. So uh there we go on uh, that. One. You weren't actually that was very, very well received throughout Europe. It was oh, very clever. Because they hated it on this side of the pond. Oh my god, they did. So Europe, Australia did really, really well. Um, mm. I, again, I didn't see it. I'm kind of a dick here to say this, but it did really, really well. Um, yeah. And one of the things that uh, that was so good about it was the how he drew on characters. The main complaint was him always playing, you know, throwing himself in and playing a guy that works out like half his body or whatever. Um, oh, that pretty, was that was that was somebody else. That was uh, uh, you know, uh, yes, he was in the movie, but that wasn't him. Okay, well, I'm... I'm yeah, just, there was the dude from Planet Terror. His name that was escapes it, yeah. me. That was, that, that did, that was one of the complaints. Um, mm -hmm. Creed 2 is coming out, which everyone's really, really excited about. I love the way they rebooted the Rocky. Like, it was almost like a reboot to the Rocky series, but they didn't. I'd mm -hmm. like to point out Hollywood. See, it can be done. You can draw on what existed and still do something different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I, I want to... I'm I'm looking forward to the movie. I, I love the fact that they got Ivan Drago, you know, back, back, and it's his son. You know, when I that, like that when that when I did hear the Creed thing, there's a Rocky thing. It's like, oh my god, they're not going to put Sylvester Stallone back in the gloves, are they? Really? And then they didn't. I thought it you was know? brilliant. That I mean, that, that was brilliantly done. Yeah, um, Rocky. The one that Rocky the was a good show. Was a good Rocky movie. was excellent. I'm glad Rocky. they didn't reboot it the way the, they did. Yeah, the movie Rocky Balboa when he did mm -hmm. that when he was six in his like sixties or something like that. That because he is a freak of nature for crying out loud. I know it's like, steroids. I know lots of guys that, that look like that. <laughs> that, that was a good. That was a. Good I didn't say it was. I oh my god! I cried when he was talking to Adrian's grave. But mm -hmm. the um, it, it was well done, and I think that's the only character. Like if you've seen Judge Dredd. I think that that proves that's probably the only character Sylvester Stallone can play. Um, uh, is, is Rocky and play it well. John but, Rambo. I okay, Rocky John and Rambo. Rambo. You're right. You win. Yeah. You win. Um, Mary Poppins is the Ray one that Tango surprised me. Too, but that's the one. You know, that, that might be a yeah. little bit more uh, more of a pull these days. But uh, well, Mary Poppins. If you watch the uh, Italian Stallion, he did porn, of course, and didn't get his major first break till he was well past thirty. So, um, just just jumping back to Stallone. So the Mary Poppins one is interesting. That's creating a lot of back and forth with people. Um, oh, and the diehard fans are really, really like PO'd about this. And Julie Andrews actually refused to do a cameo in it. Mary Poppins has diehard fans. Yes, believe it or not, I got a lot okay. of write-ins from them. Mary Poppins has diehard fans. Julie Andrews refused to do a cameo. Okay, why? Um, I don't know. What no one is do? saying. What did they do with the character that's cheesing everybody off? I don't know. No one will give a lot of information, but even Emily Blunt, who's pumping it, is mm. Mm, mm? not not saying anything bad. All right. 
but you know Emily Blunt's usually over the top and cutesy and talking about things excited, not so much this time. Huh. Okay. And then, you know, they asked, uh, uh, what's her name? They asked uh, Julie Andrews, and she just flat said no. It, hmm. Okay, that's just weird. And then they're like, well, why, why, why? She's like, oh, it's Emily's show, and I want her to run with this. And Emily Blunt was like, oh, please, let, you know, have Julie Andrews decide. So the whole thing's been kind of blurry. Yeah, did, uh, do you know if Dick Van Dyke said thing? I do not, but I will Google that because we have to go to break. So when we come back from break, we'll discuss whether or not Dick Van Dyke's in it because I will Google that. Yeah, All right, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, oh, Paul's going to Google that. I'm mm-hmm. Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bowen. If you have any oddball questions about Hollywood, uh, you can write us in on Twitter. And to the guy that keeps asking my cup size, shut the fuck up. Please remember, every time we are... If you ask it uh, one more time, I will give you mine. There you go. So, if uh, and remember, please, every time we swear on air, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society, and Free MMA, which is a place, I know the other two are big ones, Free MMA is a small one. It's free martial arts. Um, for anyone that wants to learn it, put together by a bunch of fighter guys. I'm Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, host of the Milton Moderate, Paul Mark Bowen. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. I'm having a little bit of a tantrum here. I'll fill you on that in a second. I'm, I'm having like my Ali Wong moment. I just want to get pissed off and cuss people out. Who's um, Ali before, Wong? Uh, Ali Wong, she's a comedian. She is really, really blunt. She's really funny. Oh, that girl. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. All right. I spent a lot of time talking about pregnancy and kids. I do want to give a quick shout out to Adrian Alcantara Hair Studios. Thank you for always making me red carpet ready. I went in with roots uh, that looked terrible the other day. My hair looked fried. And he saved it. So if you get the chance, try not, um, you know, bleaching out your hair, people. <laughs> Go to Adrian. That's a better way of doing it. Aspen, Aspen Mills Bread Company. Scott Haskin, thank you for the wonderful music. Um, I'm really excited. Scott has a project that I uh, was sticking my nose in on, and I'm not allowed to talk about it, so it's driving me nuts. But I can't wait till he gets a Tony for it. Flat Black Art Supplies. Uh, they do paints and artists for Free MMA, which is one of the charities we support. Aloft SeaTac Airport Hotel, and of course, Aloft in Phoenix, because we love Aloft. You guys are great to us whenever we travel. Queen Capilani Hotel, Off-Road Rentals, which gives us our free giveaways. And our question of the week is what, Paul? Pick something, anything. Uh, who's, who's, uh, 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 hmm. Oh, God. We can I'll come back to that. I'll think it's okay. Uh, name another original cast member in the from the original Mary Poppins, who's in the new Mary Poppins, not Perfect. Dick Van Dyke, not Dick not Van Dyke. So name one of them. Um, Griggs Vacuums, because you're Alexis's grandfather, so you're, you're on this list all the time. Deborah Zini Skincare, she does my facials and waxes, and she's fantastic. Um, and the only reason I don't look like shit after I've done a, a bunch of red carpets. Vinyl Styles Print and Designs and the New Palm Springs Diet. I know you guys were asking about Dr. Russ's New Palm Springs Diet, the sublingual spray and all of that. We're going to put up a link. Um, I know Alexis can hear me. Alexis, please put up a link so everyone can check that out. Um, we've been back and forth and talking about politics and telling people to go vote. So we haven't been focused on the fun stuff. But go check out the New Palm Springs Diet. And I promise you, you'll actually get there this time. I know people were a little bit angry with me for... Um, Missing, you know, for for, uh, for for that link not working out. So our giveaways, of course, are from Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs and True Rest, uh, Float Spas in Sedona on Las Vegas. Those are our giveaways. So tell us, who is the cast member from the original Mary Poppins that is in the new Mary Poppins? Mm. I'm, I'm, like, freaking out here after I told everyone not to ask about my cup size. I <clears> am <throat> getting, like, way more cup size questions and way more inappropriate questions and to the guy that wants to know my cup size, I'm like topless in 30 different films. I was an underwear model. It's not that hard. Google it. Mm. Like, I'll put up a link. It's fine. It's, um, like, that, that's just my two cents. I'm like, it's, it's not really a secret. It's not really a shock. Like, wait, just Google it. You can find mm. it. Um, I think I was in a topless in a film I was in with Paul. Uh, where I was a yeah, minor. We were in- like, I was a minor. <laughs> I just, I still don't understand that one. I just, yeah. All right. Fair enough. I was like was 15, so, almost 16. <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have checked your ID on that one. I'm just saying. 
darling, I'd been here like a month. <laughs> was it my responsibility? Like, I didn't know it was a... I think actually, so I think I'd be 16 because I've been here about a month. So I would have been 16. That's better, right? That's not the age of no. here, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not it's like old. it was a Tracy Lords thing. Jesus, it, it was old. just topless. It's not okay. <laughs> All right. Yes. Now we're moving you, on. Your lesson for the day. Don't, don't hire underage girls to do horror films where they are topless because one day they may talk about it on air. <laughs> uh, I was like the, the, the I, worst I, part of that. <laughs> I want my third strike to count for something, okay? Oh, <laughs> right? Seriously. Oh, please, Paul. If you know I was underage, you would have said something to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> Come on. So you're in the new parody. You're 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 in the new uh, porn version of uh, yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. You. We were talking about penis pictures and how many I get in a day, and I said I'm not on social media if I don't get at least one. Uh, to the gentleman that sent me the one earlier, that's not normal. Um, then that got us on to Paul, yeah, so he just got a whole bunch. At. Yeah, had that looked at. Um, to, but Paul, you said you got a bunch because you're in the new Triple X. Yeah, I've got I've got a bit of a fan base in a certain community, uh, which. You're barking up the wrong tree, fellas. Just, <laughs> just saying. I'm not that desperate. Although, hey, you know what? Uh, I've had the guys right lose, in here saying you're quite don't a big cuddly my, bear. <laughs> don't, don't lose my email. All right. Don't so lose my email. I think we should put up a disclaimer saying that all dick pics will be redistributed. Okay. Alexis actually tells guys she dates that. Mm. Guys, I for anyone cutting in. They should send it. That is my assistant, Alexis. She, in her uh, off time, is a dominatrix. Not the kind for <laughs> money, just the kind for um, fun and the misery of others. Right. Who I think <laughs> I accidentally sent a fake butt pic to the other day. So, sorry about that one. <laughs> um, still learning this fun. <laughs> so, still the crook that's in between, that's, in your, that's in the opposite of your elbow. If you just take a close-up of that, it looks like an ass. All right? So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta say the Paul, your 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 fan base in porn is interesting. I get guys writing in on this show. Yeah, they think you're just a big cuddly bear. I know. It's like fifteen guys, all right? And uh to so the one guy from Tennessee, wow. Just, what happened? No, it's like he was growing up <laughs> under power lines or something like that. I mean, my God, it must have I think it influences the tides. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I know the camera ends 10 pounds, but Jesus Christ. All right. So that means, <laughs> that, can we talk about something that's not dick pics? All right. So. We could, but now I'm getting more. <laughs> so, <laughs> to the guys on Twitter, stop. Um, I'm really, really excited. We've got, I've actually, we've got uh, Sue Cameron on today. Sue Cameron is the author of a phenomenal book dishing a whole bunch of gossip on old Hollywood and new Hollywood and Hollywood and Hollywood. <laughs> we've had her on before. She's a friend of the show. Um, and somebody I very, very much admire. So she's going to be on after the break. And to the gentleman asking, um, I'll, I, I will ask Paul. Mm. Paul, who do you think it? What do you think the best film of the year is? And do not fucking say A Star Is Born. One more goddamn person tries to sell that as a brilliant film ah. rather than some shit ass remake. I'm gonna have a fit. I'd yeah. like to remind everyone: oh. every time we swear, we give money to charity. Well, yeah, please, uh, it's Batch by Voice America. That, that being said, I have yet to see it. 
so uh, I can't comment on it. Uh, right now, there's a there's a, a, a horror film called Heredity that was amazingly effective and just fucking weird and good. Good. Uh, watch it with somebody that you can have a hug afterward with. So what do you think the worst film of the year is? Oh, God. I haven't... Well, I haven't been... Uh, oh, the most disappointing film of this, this year was The Happy Time Murders. Didn't see it. Yeah. The, are you figure Melissa McCarthy and puppets? No problem. I am all about freaking puppets. Love puppets. But there was nothing funnier in the movie than that was in the trailer. So why did I go and buy popcorn? Oh, I hate when they do that. Like, I, I got to say, I've done it in films that I've worked on, so I apologize mm-hmm. to everyone. But that is a move of desperation, taking the best bits of your film and putting well, it out there because you have no other choice. Technically, that's what trailers are supposed to do. But there was just so much just... Yeah. And I mean, you've got drugged out puppets, you've got hooker puppets, you've got... It, it's like, you have like... Sounds like Greg it, the Bunny. Yes, and Greg the Bunny was freaking amazing. I'd like to point that out. I loved Greg the Bunny. and I use a line on the show every once in a while to make things weird. You know, you talk about Brad Pitt. Yeah, I'd go back on the pill for him. You know, so, I mean, yeah, that's from the show. But, you know, here we go. Making things weird. But, yeah, I would go Heredity and uh, Happy Time Murder so far. And, yes, I know there's a friend of mine who actually worked on it. You had nothing to do with the writing or the joke telling. Telling, uh, uh, at least I think you didn't. You see, know, I wanted and a nice guy, but yeah. Okay, I was saying I wanted to see the Happy Time Murders. Yeah, it was just a fistful of blue. A fistful of blue. Yeah, and how many times are we gonna get? You know, and it's gonna hurt the next puppet movie that wants to come out. Yeah. I don't know. I was pissed when they canceled the Muppets. But the right. lack of popularity with the Muppets is the same thing that keeps happening to everyone, mm-hmm. um, which is a pretty simple thing. When you, what's a nice way of putting this? Uh, they made when your show's too fucking expensive, it's hard to make a profit. Yes, that's a problem, but no, that wasn't the problem. Mm-hmm. The big problem with the Muppets, uh, what's a polite way of, I can't even think of a polite way of saying it, so I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Um, the as much as I loved it and tons of people in entertainment loved it, uh-huh. if you weren't in entertainment, you wouldn't freaking understand what was going on. When Hollywood makes films that are literally just about Hollywood and for Hollywood, we get the same complaint we always get, which is the uh, oh, fantastic, this is wonderful, blah blah right. blah blah blah. Right, uh, here, was, here is here is the problem you know when you make a when you make when you make a uh, film. Mm-hmm. And entertain in, in entertainment, the way it works right. is we get busted all the time for it, and it's true. Uh, we make everything pretty simple. There's always a big deadline or a big pitch or a big whatever, and most jobs are pretty fucking mundane. Yeah, but the I, reason <laughs> I get what you're trying to say, but I'm going to disagree with you because the Muppet Show was about behind the scenes of show business. It was just uh, vaudeville type stuff. I liked it. You know, which I absolutely loved. And it was a career. Now, this one, instead of a theater, because what kid knows about the theater these days? You know, seriously. It, you know, it's, it's not nearly where it should be. But again, you know, they just moved it to television. I thought some of the choices they made, it was in a bad time slot, and it was expensive. In a bad time slot. 
So see, I fucking loved it, but Miss Piggy is my feminist icon, and anyone that judges that, fuck you. <laughs> um, seriously, I, I like I love Miss Piggy. She is a feminist icon. Hey, look, my favorite is Sweetums. All right, at least the character that I can relate to the most. So, and Caitlin. Uh, oh, I do want to give a quick shout out to Caitlin Minimalist. She sent me a fantastic ring of Sydney, Australia, like the Sydney skyline mm -hmm. um, for red carpets. And I love, 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 love it. So I wanted to give a quick shout out. She is mm. fantastic. Um, we have got to go to break. When we come back, we'll be on with Sue Cameron. And Paul and I will argue more about the Muppets because it was fucking worth it. I don't care how much money they spent. This piggy is a god. We're both on the same side. It's just we're disagreeing why it got canned. Okay, well that's that's fair. I'm I'm sure that had something to do with it. I think I just get irritated. I hear a lot of people complain about, uh, you know, the 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 way Hollywood portrays jobs. It's always the big pitch, the big this, the big that, because that's what it's like in entertainment. So I get I do understand on the that complaint. Sounds like this and understates things like, how do you feel about Cleveland? You know. So yeah, I get it. I love it. No, one of my faves is when they reach, when you can see people like reach for the boom and they're like, don't touch that. We're union. That was on Greg the Bunny. Don't, don't touch that. You're going to upset the team. Just... All right, guys, when we come back, we'll be on with the amazing Sue Cameron. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. Paul, is Militant Moderate back on? Mm, almost. Almost. I know. I've been saying that for like a year now. I get it. I get it. All right, you can find him on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, mm -hmm. Facebook, uh, Twitter. Right, and see all the episodes for a year ago. So, yeah, I got it. Catch I up. No, not I you. Know. I'm telling them they can I all know. catch up. I know. I got to get better. I think you're excellent. All right, guys, I'm Summer Helene. We're on with Paul. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live 
the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And we are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolan. And I'd like to welcome to the show a very special guest. You guys loved her last time. We talked about a whole bunch of uh, dishing and dirt and on Hollywood. The amazing Sue Cameron. G'day, Miss Sue. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Very happy to be back. You're amazing, too. Well, thank you. Now, you've been going and doing some book signings. I was saying during the break, you came up on my social media feed. So I'm like retweeting this stuff. Um, and, yes. and your book's amazing. Thank you so much. It has just been, um, it's been fantastic going all over. And in some cases, I go to, um, let's say, very sophisticated older ladies' luncheons, and I start telling these, these pretty wild stories, and uh, they go crazy. I, I sell out. I think I'm living their dream life, and, and they they just too ashamed to mention it or <laughs> or cop to it, but yeah. I, I, I think you live everyone's dream life. I went to lunch with you and everyone in the restaurant knew you. I think you <laughs> kind of live everyone's dream life. Like We, we went to lunch. I went to meet Miss um, Sue, and my grandmother is, is just in love with you, by the way. She was in love with your stories. I adore still her. talking adore about her. you. I want to see her again. Oh, she'll be out <laughs> next year, but everyone in Bernie, Tasmania knows about you. It's a very small town. It's where my family's <laughs> from. But you are Bernie famous. I still and don't so, think that's a real place. The it's way a real place. You were the lady at the post office. I had someone at the post office yell at me for trying to send something to Tasmania and then compared it to Narnia. Um, well, but yeah. Then, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. But you, you are, you're, no. you're famous in Bernie, Tasmania now. <laughs> I'm very excited. I'm also famous on Norfolk Island. <laughs> Good. So, so you're you know what that is? Bit by bit. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that was a joke for those of you who are from that part of the world. Amazing. Now, what's it been like for you with the popularity of this book? You were saying it sells out each time. Um, it's actually, I remember friends of mine who were uh, singer, singers on the road, um, very famous, all the people applauding twice a night for their shows, and then I would get calls from them. Uh, from their hotel room around 1 o'clock in the morning, sometimes kind of in tears going, um, gee, I had a great night, and I have no way to, uh, to celebrate it with. I'm, I'm in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, or another person called me. She says, I'm in, a, I'm in Poland in a, in a town that I can't even, even pronounce, and it's snowing, and I'm freezing, and I'm all alone, and... When you go off any stage, it's very strange when you when you go back to your car uh, and you're the bell of the ball for like two hours and you're signing all these things, and then you really you do the same thing as everybody else. You just go to your car and turn on your favorite radio station and drive home. Uh, yep. So you have to uh, recognize that 
that there, the business has highs in it, mediums, and lows, and you have to take it that they're all the same. You can't go so high with the highs or go low with the lows. It just is part of the business, and it, it's, it's the journey. Um, I remember seeing uh, Valerie Pettiford, who was one of uh, Bob Fosse's top dancers, and she, she did a show, and uh, it was, we were up late at, partying afterwards, and the parking lot was empty, and this girl who got all of these standing ovations from 2,000 people I watched her walk alone, uh, wheeling her luggage behind her in, in, sweat, in, sweat, in a sweatsuit going to her car. It all ends up the same. You end up just going to your car or going to your house. And Eventually, you've got to go what home. I want. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. That is what it is. And when you go home, you have the same hassle as, as, as everybody else. So uh, that's... That sounds a bit of a downer. I don't mean to do that because I, I love my life and I'm not a downer person at all. But when somebody is um, a celebrity, like um, I've been reading a lot about Priyanka Chopra lately, um, you, when you go home, you are just you. And, and you look in the mirror and this book that I wrote shows what happens when the celebrities go home and, and what that life is like because that's real. That's who they really are. You have to be very grounded to um, to be successful and to stay successful and know what okay. it all means. Okay, to catch our listeners up who may not have seen the uh, the first show that you're on, what is your book about again? The book is called Hollywood Secrets and Scandals, and since I was a Hollywood reporter columnist for many years, and then wrote for other many other magazines too, TV Guide, Hamptons, Cosmopolitan. Uh, I've done it now for over 35 years. So in the course of that career, I've done 2,500 at least interviews. And in the course of that time, some people that I interviewed, I just instantly adored. And they instantly adored me. And I was taken into families like family members. So whether it was um, being kind of quote-unquote adopted by Valerie Harper or Kim Novak or Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher or mm. um, Joan Rivers going on holidays with all these people. I was just taken in. So I was allowed to see what a full life uh, would be. I would go on the road. Debbie Reynolds took me on the road to her for, with her, showing me what it was really like to be a Vegas entertainer 24 hours a day and having to tap dance with three broken toes, because if you don't do the show, um, how are you to kill you? I mean, it, it was quite an education. There, there was tremendous fun constantly, but also uh, a real uh, fascinating learning, learning situation. I think what's interesting, and a lot of people don't realize, entertainment can be one of the loneliest professions that you can get Absolutely. into. Yes. And it's really it's really easy to say I want to do this or I want to do that. And I know a lot of our listeners want to get into entertainment. They want to be writers, they want to be directors, mm-hmm. they want to be actors. Um but they don't realize at at the end of the day, you know, half the people talking to you are only talking to you because they want Absolutely. um want something. They want and the other rest. half just yeah. Right. No, I knew that. I never thought um, 
that I was invited to every single event, uh, day and night, uh, just because people loved Little Susie. Uh, no, it, it's it's press, and I get that. It turns out that fortunately, many people did love Little Susie, but yeah, you, you but I you're was, awesome. I was nice <laughs> and I was fair. Yeah. <laughs> I was nice and I was fair. But uh, all you have to do is say press. Uh, like I walked up to Luann de Lesseps recently. That's the well, Countess Luann from the Real Housewives of New York, who mm-hmm. one would not consider a celebrity, but she amuses me, and I like her a lot. And it's a big, big difference. I, I walked up and I said, hi, I'm Sue Cameron from The Hollywood Reporter. And she literally went, oh. And if I said, hi, I'm Sue Cameron, I really like your show, she'd go, oh, thank you. Yeah, it would so, be dismissive. It's, it happens. Um, yeah. Alexis actually had an experience when she was in Los Angeles. She's only been there working in entertainment. Before that, she was in Peru. So she's used to going to either the carpets or the studios, and she's used to everyone she knows. And the first mm-hmm. time she went out when she we moved to when she moved to LA, um, and it wasn't in a work capacity, she said everyone was mean and rude, and someone called me fat. Oh, great! She yep. cried. <laughs> she she called me crying. Yes. I was like, what, yes. what happened? Because she got so used to everyone kissing her ass. It's 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 yep. really interesting. People do. Um, the exception, the ex- it is. And so everyone's nice to you in it, but you talk to people outside and not so much. Um, but you are the exception. People genuinely like you. It's not a matter Thank of, you. you know, just. No, I just it's um, really nice. It took me years to figure that out, by the way. Years. Really? People genuinely, genuinely liked me. Yeah. It really did. Um, That's my, my All of my attention was, was outer directed. Um, like, oh, oh boy, I'm going to have um, tea with um, Marlo Thomas today. And it's all outer directed. And I, I don't even remember that it was Marlo who invited me to tea because she liked my writing. I didn't ask to meet her. She asked to meet me, but I never, uh, I never really took that in. It took, it took uh, a number of years to, to figure that out. Uh, I, I want to say for people who want to go into the business, you have to have both your feet on the ground. You, you can have your dream and go for your dream, of course, but you have to have a full, rounded life. When you're in front of the camera, the adulation is unfathomable. But if yeah. you don't know what it's like to then go home and order a pizza and be as happy with the pizza as you are with the applause, you're just going to crash and burn. And that's a tough, tough lesson. I you think a lot of people today. miss that. <laughs> I, I just had someone. I just had someone write in. They're asking about uh, celebrities. There was that big scandal with um, uh, with uh, Kim Kardashian. So one of the questions I got I got for you is what do you think about the Kim Kardashian being on ecstasy before her sex tape and the penis pipe? I'm sorry, but that question has now been asked one, two, what? three. What? A lot. Are you, right? I'm like, there are better things to do ask they, about. Do they want final. my opinion? Do they want my opinion on her use of ecstasy or my opinion on her doing a sex tape? What's um, a penis I'm, pipe? I do, honestly, I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, nothing. I, I I don't nothing. know. I can tell you that um, when Paris Hilton 
did a sex tape and became famous, that fact was noted by uh, Chris Jenner. And uh, when suddenly there was a Kim tape, Chris knew what to do with it, and that and made it made Kim famous the same way as Paris. So it was it was used. I love Chris, and I think she's one of the most brilliant promoters around. And I say it to her all the time, so I don't ever like to say anything bad. Mm-hmm. But I I will say that if I if I'd ever have a child. That child would never have done a sex tape, and I would never uh, have have uh, publicized it. But look at her now. Um, right. It's a brilliant, brilliant empire. So uh, the business of ecstasy and, and a sex tape, I think Kim is saying that she had, it's kind of alluding to the fact maybe she had to use, use ecstasy in order to do that, to kind of excuse what she was doing. I think that's irrelevant. I the agree. I, I, I think irrelevant. the whole thing. It's it's awful. Yeah. What was the biggest... Now, I'm going to skip some of these because I don't care about some of the modern celebrities and Ariana Grande is an idiot. I've dealt with her. Um, <laughs> but I'd like to know who who was the who was the um, most difficult person you ever dealt with? Um, oh, my goodness. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think. Well, uh, there were terribly rude people, but no one would care. A group called the Left Bank, who had a hit called "Walk Away," Renee. Nobody cares about that. Uh, Phil Spector, the crazy man who killed someone, he scared me to death. That was that was terrifying. Uh, Kirk Douglas scared me because he came. He really came on to me. Anthony Hopkins uh, came on to me. Um, let's see. I, people, because I looked like I was 12 when I was doing a lot of these interviews, uh, everybody was really nice. So um, even Anthony Hopkins or Kirk Douglas, it was very chic. Of, Would you like to meet me at the hotel for a drink? Um, there was nothing terrible. There are people who have been accused of being terrible, usually women, and it just means that they want to do a good job. Marlo Thomas yeah. of that girl was accused of being a real bitch, and she wasn't. She was simply very smart and a perfectionist, and she was the boss, and she got maligned. Um, Debbie Reynolds, when she did her nightclub act, she produced the whole thing. Uh, Kim Novak can, could walk on a stage, and just by turning her face to the lights, she could give the lighting man the number of watts or whatever it is of each light and go, no, you're two points off on that. That's not being a bitch or being difficult. That's knowing your craft. I think that um, in terms of actually being difficult, I, Carol King, who is, I think is the greatest songwriter in the world, uh, when she came out with an album a few, a few years ago, quite a, maybe, a, a long, maybe 10 or more years ago, and I told her how it really, I have my opinion on how it should be promoted and that you should do the Today Show, you should do all of that because people need to know you have this album out. She looked at me and she said, I'm not doing any promotion. People come to me. And it was really arrogant. And I looked at her and I said, well, Paul McCartney just did the Today Show. And she said, I don't care. People will come to me. And um, she wouldn't do one show and the album failed. Of so course. That, and, I, and I love her, but that, that's a case of, of an ego uh, and I, God knows, I think she deserves to have one. Again, she's brilliant, but I, that's just a suicidal comment. She just mm. uh, flushed her 
her album down the toilet. Yeah, I know so she's still a concert are, draw, but she's basically a nostalgia act at this point. She has to I, let people know that it, she's it's when people buy their own hype. Like if if you listen to any publicist, if, if you if you believe what your publicist is saying about you, you're an idiot. Like that's right. that's that you're Kanye level stupid. In the, the press, well, if you believe what she's saying about you in the press. Yeah, if, if your publicist is telling you you're being a moron. I have to Sorry. take exception to Nostalgia Act. A Nostalgia Act, to me, is mm-hmm. is a 60s or 70s pop star on an oldie show. No, fair King enough. It's is, basically anybody who hasn't been relevant for 15 years. Or Rodgers and Hammerstein. She's one mm-hmm. of the greatest songwriting legends in the world. And that's why her concerts sell out. But you're right in terms of records. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you sell uh, a certain number of records... Uh, you get dropped by record companies, mm-hmm. and Carol started her own record company, so she could do whatever ever she wanted. So that is what's happening to people of a certain age. They are starting their own record companies. I think that's intelligent. It goes a couple of different Very. ways. The, the big thing, I think, that is biting people is with some of the most talented people I know that have been in this business um, Shout out to my old boss, Paul, from Paramount. You know, I'm sure he's looking up at us, smiling. He's definitely in hell, but I loved him. Um, He hated (laughs) social media. And a lot of his contemporaries Mm -hmm. want nothing to do with it. But it's such a a necessary thing. Um, Right. I think if you want to start a record company, if you want to do anything, that's fine. But you still have to be relevant on social media. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And Carol does have someone doing that for her. Uh, in, yes, and this is a whole new world because of the Internet. So anyone who came, became famous before the Internet, they had to get on board that train uh, or, or it wasn't going to work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now you have you so many have different to. ways to do it that you can stay relevant in a million, a million different ways. I mean, uh, Larry King is doing better than he's ever done, and he got fired. Right. Because they thought he was too right. old. So mm-hmm. it, it really, but, but really it, depends. But this, um, is a curi- I, this is a curious thing about it because now it's true that there are so many avenues of communication that, that, you, that you can take. And you would think, oh, it's so easy. I'll just put it out on Facebook. Where prior to the Internet, you only had to pay attention to, uh, say, X number of television channels, X number of newspapers, X number of radio stations and X number of of magazines. So you knew it was very clear who your promotion targets were, and you knew how to deal with them. The internet gives you so many targets and so much coverage; it gets confusing and it is harder. When there are eight targets, you've got your targets, you aim, and you usually make a, a success. The internet is just, it's, it's the Wild West. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's incredible. Now, we've got about four minutes to close. Can you tell everyone where they can get your book? We, we always get caught up talking and bouncing back and forth. Yeah, and I know. Ignore everyone's <laughs> questions. Did Sorry to men- everyone in the audience. <laughs> Did we mention the signings? She's got signings coming up. She does. She's got signings coming up. Where are your signings? I know we talked about it during the break. Uh, January, oh boy, January 28th. At, at Mission Hills Country Club, and uh, you can call the club and make a reservation. That's in Rancho Mirage, California. And on April 
16th, I will be doing the Rancho Mirage Library and Rancho Mirage. There are only two of them, but there will be more coming up. I'll be at the Jonathan Club in Los Angeles on February 23rd. Uh, I, I, I can't remember past that, but there are more. Let's I know try I'm, this. I'm booked. Par- Alexis, can I get, I'm going to have Alexis put up links um, to your upcoming shows. Lex, can you do that, please? Yep, Lex will do it. Oh, that's so a good those idea. guys writing in, we're going to put up links. I know I had some people catch me on Twitter asking where you were because I put up your, uh, I, I retweeted after the fact, after you've been there. So I got a lot of yes. hate for that <laughs> to make sure we did oh, it ahead of time. Um, um, Amazon.com. That's how you get the book. Just go to Amazon and, and it will arrive. Okay. So go to Amazon.com. I'm going to have Lex post a link. Um, we have about three minutes left. Are there any shout outs you want to do or anything you want to say? I'd like to, um, say that, um, unfortunately we're heading in into December and that, that is still a tough month for me because that is, uh, the anniversary of losing Debbie and Carrie. And, um, there's been such an industry now of books coming out, n- not necessarily authorized about them. I like everybody to look at them. Uh, I know they're extraordinary, but don't look at them as, as freaks of nature or this extraordinary weird thing that happened. Just look at them and who they are as people. Carrie was so kind. She yeah. was She was so bright. And Debbie gave millions of dollars to the Wounded Warriors Project. She, she built a, a multi-million dollar mental health clinic at Cedars-Sinai. All of the money, much of the money from Carrie and Debbie will continue to keep all these charities alive. So in the spirit of, of December and, and Thanksgiving and giving, uh, let's try to all try to be more generous and uh, thank Debbie and Carrie for, for what they gave to the world and... Um, Try giving away if you have an extra dollar or so to something that's meaningful. That would make me very happy. I I gotta say I've been in this industry since I was sixteen, and any time anyone has been offered a shout out, their response has never been to defend and ask for kindness. That was the coolest thing I think I've ever heard. Oh, um, oh you! I'm almost crying on that one. Thank you. That that is really amazing. Um, guys, please reach into your hearts, help everyone out, and grab a copy of um, Miss Sue's book. We'll put up a link. Miss Sue, thank you so much for being on the show, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, we didn't it's get to my the pleasure. I just adore the two of you. And three, you call. You <laughs> thank count. You. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Oh. Guys, thank you so much. That's Paul's cat screaming in the background for God no, knows why. Oddly enough, um, that's my text tone. So. That's just text tone. That's worse. Yeah. Um, thank you very much again to Miss Sue Cameron for being on the show. Guys, we're going to put up a copy, a, a link to the book. Go grab yourself a copy. Uh, get a cop- uh, Get some of Dr. Russ's Palm Springs Diet Sublingual Spray. It's a great way to lose weight, especially when you want to look good for holiday parties. Um, and please follow what Miss Sue said. That's that's the best holiday. That's the best advice I've ever heard at the end of any show. Damn it, there's nothing I can close with better. Good night, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.